Welcome to Disruptive CEO Nation, where company founders, entrepreneurs, and cutting-edge thinkers drop in from around the globe to share startup stories, insider insights, and hard-earned success lessons. Now, here's your host, a woman who mastered business by placing heels on the ground all over the world, having worked with and coached CEOs and senior leaders from over 90 countries, and who wants you to build your best business future, Allison K. Summers. Welcome, welcome. We are so grateful and delighted that you've decided to join us today for this episode of Disruptive CEO Nation. So we like to look into the future. And the one thing that is absolutely for sure is you can't talk about the future of business and the problems in the future of business without talking about identity verification. It is a huge issue, and you're going to be amazed at the wisdom that is about to come your way from this guest today. So I would love to introduce Victor Fruding to tell you about his company and to join us to explore this entire topic. Victor, welcome to the program. Thank you very much, Alison. Thank you for having me. So everyone who's listening, my name is Victor Fredung. I'm the CEO and the co-founder of the company called Shafti Pro. In essence, what we do is that we provide identity verification in an automated manner to basically verify that the customer is who they claim to be. We always like to let our listeners know up front in case they want to follow along and, and take a peek at your website, where your company is. And it is um, Shufti Pro, so S-H-U-F-T-I-P-R-O.com. And Victor's talking to us from Sweden today. And that's what I love about Disruptive CEO Nation. The world solutions can come from all sorts of places. And so, Victor, let's, before we um, go into where this initial idea came from, just give a very high level of the types of products and services that Shefty Pro offers to clients. Sure thing. So our core product within Shafti Pro is the identity verification or the KYC component, as it's usually commonly called. Uh, that's basically when we verify that the individual is who they essentially claim to be. But what we also try to do is to basically offer a end-to-end solutions for all the different compliance-related services. So not only do we have the KYC component, we also have AML checks where we can run individuals against PEPs and sanctions and global watch lists. We have KYB solutions where we can also verify businesses. And then we also have other added value services such as proof of address verification, two-factor authentication, biometric authentication, and business OCR, just to mention a few of them. So I know from our conversations with you that you came from a banking and fintech uh, space and background. So tell us a little bit about that background and where the birth of this company came from. Sure thing. So myself and my co-founder, we, as you mentioned, come from the, the banking or other the fintech space where we have worked a lot with different businesses from, from payment solutions, sort of related stuff. Uh, and quite early, we got introduced to different various fintech technologies in the space, like um, finding fraudulent behaviors, uh, identity theft, customers who like chargebacks, basically fraudulent customers which are trying to um, bypass legitimate businesses and basically try to get their money back. Uh, when we essentially discovered this, we wanted to try different solutions to essentially minimize the fraudulent customers. We tried previously like fraud prevention solutions. We, we tried some of our current competitors as well when it comes to identity verification. The, the problem which we experienced back in the days was, was that there wasn't really a good solution in the market. And the solutions which was 
to be found back then was not really covering the entire world. So us being a global organization, we basically struggled because then, yeah, we could potentially use a company for part of the world, but then for the rest of the world, we would need to essentially find manual people to start doing the verification instead. So that, that's sort of like how the whole idea about Shafti Pro actually came to exist as well. No, I, and I, having been somebody that's worked in international business for, for 20 years and had clients at different places I've operated, you know, clients in 90 countries, clients in I, currently where I, I operate, we have clients in about 65 countries. It, I completely understand what you're saying about how to find a partner that will help you with global solutions. It's, it's so key. Um, So you've got this great idea and you know that there's a market for it. How did you get started? Bootstrap or go out and seek money? Yeah, I know we decided to bootstrap it ourselves. The main reason was that we had other successful companies in the background of ourselves. So we didn't find any need in the beginning, at least to seek any kind of external investment. And one thing to highlight here as well. So once we actually came up with the main idea, like what we wanted to do differently was that the majority of our competitors back then and unfortunately to some extent as of today as well they are essentially relying on using manual labor to essentially verify the information so they might have large data centers in different countries mm-hmm. which they have like thousands of employees which are verifying the information what we wanted to do ever from the start was basically to automate this process by relying on artificial intelligence and machine learning instead of here's the question i love to ask people they come up with this brilliant idea and and it's it's not a simple idea when you when you talk about this kind of full automation and, and, and AI and all of this suite of solutions that you now have today. Where did you go to start building your initial technology team? Yeah, so we used our, our previous team, which was basically myself, my co-founder, and we had some developers which were based, I would say, all over the world. Uh, you're absolutely right that it, it was very hard in the beginning to essentially develop the system, like the, the whole infrastructure which we're using still to some extent basically took us two years to develop. The main reason for that is that every country around the world has its own set of unique and unique ID documents, which we had to manually train our system in the beginning with. As of right now, like it's much easier for us as well, because since we're relying on using machine learning technology, it basically helps to automate this process as well. Like whenever we get across a new document, our system automatically learns from that document itself. So that is, is that an edge of um, NLU, natural language understanding going on in there as well? Yeah, it is. Okay. So I want to jump and talk about, only because I'm highly interested in it, I want to talk about the the biometrical aspect to it. And and I guess I want to talk about it because, um, you know, I love the ease of biometrical authentication. And I know not everybody does and not everybody feels comfortable with it, but I... Tell us where you think that is is going as an industry and um, and... Just give us your thoughts on that segment. Yeah, I definitely believe it's getting more and more common as we're speaking. Uh, Previously and historically looking like people have been fine by either using, let's say, one-time passwords. Like, let's say if you're logging into your bank, then you're receiving like a four to six digit code, which you can basically use to either log in or to authenticate requests or whatever it might be. However, the change which we're seeing in the regulation now is that they more and more require the biometric authentication when it comes to uh, yeah, both authentication in itself and also for uh, uh, verification purposes. 
So I think it's only going to get more and more common. And I do agree with you as well. Like the, the previous experience has been very painful from a user point of view because it's been very, very slow. It's taken a lot of different attempts from the same user before they can essentially get verified. But this is also part of what we're trying to solve as well to basically create a, a seamless user experience. Yeah, no, thank you for that. And again, I deal a lot with um, like the know your business type of of validation. And sometimes I, I, I question if companies want to do business with me because the know your business process is so painful. Yeah. Um, is that something that you're, like you said, seamless for the customer? Is that absolutely, is it not only about the validation, but it is about speeding up and making the process easier, correct? Yeah. However, Separating between KYB, Know Your Business, and KYC are on two different sides of the spectrum. Uh, KYC, you, you basically have like the these sort of like standardized flows, which I would say, even though they might differ to some extent, but it's basically you usually look the same from countries. Like you're verifying the ID document, you're verifying the face. However, when it comes to KYB, this is usually depending on uh, what type of business it actually is and what the, the, the specific, their company policy basically is when it comes to actually collecting documents from business. So even though we have also like a KYB solution, like I would more say that this is essentially like an easy company lookup solution. We might tap into different government databases to try and find out the information about the company itself. But that, that information is usually limited to, let's say, who are the UBOs behind the company? What is the company's status, the registered address? We, In some cases, we might be able to find historical extracts as well. But usually, if we're, if we're speaking from like an onboarding perspective, let's say if a company is opening up a bank account, this is usually not sufficient. They, they might need a... Um, different company documents which are not really publicly shared by different governments so the kyb is a completely different headache than the kyc aspects well thank you for explaining that i and again i've lived with the 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 kyb and and i appreciate everything that you're saying yeah so let's switch and talk about other aspects of your operations let's talk about um marketing when you first went to market and and launched the product and acquired your first customers. Can you give us a little insight how you went about that? Sure thing. So initially when we launched, uh, I, I must say that we pretty much had a good contact network from our previous business as well. Like we were quite well connected, especially like in the in the high risk space, like with iGaming providers and mm -hmm. Forex brokers, et cetera. So we did have the advantage of essentially reaching out to them to say that, look, we have developed a solution. Would you like to try it out yourself? Luckily enough, we had some piloting customers which essentially started using the service back then. One of the problems we faced when it came to like the, the public marketing and essentially gaining our like first di direct leads on our website was that not too many customers or, especially larger ones are essentially trusting a completely new startup in the space. So this was one of the problems which I believe we faced mostly like in our first or second year of the business. Uh, it's definitely something which has switched now because now we're, we're, we are an established partner in the market when it comes to identification. We have good reference clients that can essentially uh, vouch for our solutions as well. But it was definitely one of the pain points initially within our organization. And how important is the role of the CEO when it comes to PR and attraction in those initial years? I'm not sure, to be honest. I haven't done any thorough <laughs> examination of this because for all my different ventures, I've always taken the CEO myself. Uh -huh. 
mainly because it, I like to build new companies. I like to build the interesting technologies as well, which are being released to the market. So it's basically an obvious position for myself than to take it in organization, especially that's at a, an early stage. But I appreciate uh, that you're, you're, you're having this conversation with us today to share about your company. Yeah. Uh, I like to speak about identity verification. I like to bring up the complex issues which the market is seeing as well. So thank you for having yeah. us. Well, one of the things I do have to say, um, and I completely agree with you, aside from just a fintech company, um, you know, the trust in the startup about, you know, great, there's this wonderful website and, and yeah, there's a nice name attached to it, but you know, what's behind the, what's behind the curtain and the level of trust you all had to build out of the gate I'm sure is a lot more critical than other types of businesses when they're in their their startup mode. Um, One of the things I will say, Victor, that I like about um, your organization's website that I see a lot of companies that have so many product lines because you do have a, a wide array of product offerings for your clientele, but your website is designed in a very um, simple way. It, it's very easy to get through. So cheers to your marketing team who's taking care of that uh, for you because yeah. it makes it very easy to understand. Um, let's talk about the, the video interview because this is another piece, although not you know directly under the umbrella of, of exclusive fintech, but this is something that... That's okay. Um We'll just start the question again. The, let's talk about the the video interview. So this is like basically the know your your employee and the fraud and the verification around that. What are trends that you see in that space for businesses and how businesses can use a company like yours in partnership with them? Yeah. So for for the video curiosity component, so first of all, like why we essentially built this solution was that we had one client which was demanding the service down in the Middle East. So we actually developed this solution specifically for them. It was actually a competition uh, for um, uh, a company uh, in Saudi Arabia. Uh, we later on rolled it out to our public offerings as well. Uh, why essentially video accuracy is important in this space is because some regulations still require this as a mandatory step. They are not fine with essentially having the customer go through an automated journey where they're essentially capturing the, the information from the customer, but they need it to be also with a video interview process. And then as you mentioned, like it does have additional sort of like values as well, like a employee interview questionnaire as an example, or basically signing, let's say, super important documents, and you would like to just to be able to make sure that it's basically the same individual which are signing the documents as well. Uh, from our experience, like we'll always continue to focus on the automation part of our system because we believe that this is the future. So video currency, as I mentioned, even some regulation required at the moment, we do see changes happening in this space that hopefully won't essentially require this in the future because it is somewhat of a troublesome process from, from, from the end user. Well, and, and let's talk about just the world of cybersecurity and, and, and fraud, because, you know, you're, you're a segment of that, of helping just make sure, as, as you said, that this company was born out of the concept of, you know, fraudulent customers and trying to, to block and, and prevent um, that happening. How prevalent is this problem in the business world today? I would say it's still very common, to be honest. Uh, unfortunately, uh, there are still fraudsters which are trying to bypass any system available. When it comes to identity verification, like even though um, 
yeah, at least ourselves, and uh, I'm guessing some of the other providers as well, can block the, the, the more sophisticated attempts. Fraudsters are only getting smarter and smarter. I'm, I'm sure if you personally saw the artificial intelligence deepfake of Tom Cruise, uh, basically a developer uh, has built a deepfake which, which can mimic Tom Cruise, like mm-hmm. every movement, his speech and all that kind of stuff. And this type of solution is very, very dangerous in the space because it can essentially bypass, I would say, the majority of the systems as well. So finding good ways to essentially help and prevent not, not only the, the current trends of the fraudster industry, but also like the future trends would be essentially vital for any organization in the space. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I think this, the, the um, I've seen the video that you're referring to yeah. um, years ago, and, and I think we see, um, you know, deep fake coming through on, on so many different levels. And, and I think that's why, um, look, Victor, I talk to people all the time in the tech space. I mean, Disruptive CEO Nation, that's what we like to do. Talk to people who disrupt the supply chain or talk to people who are changing technology. So I'm not scared of the future, but there's still so many people scared of, of where we're going in the future. But I see some of this as, as essential. I really see what Shefty Pro does as essential to so many businesses um, and, and ways that will just continue to, to expand. Um, so let's, I want to talk to you more as a, as an individual, as a business builder, and as a leader, um, do you have any tips for other business builders or listeners or things that you have found that were difficult in the, uh, either the leadership side or the business building side, um, for the last couple of years, because if I'm on, have my understanding correct, you launched Softy Pro in, in 2017. Um, so tell us some of your tips about leadership and facing the challenges of building your business. Sure thing. Definitely one of the challenges which we saw quite early was essentially finding the, the right people for the organization. Uh, one of the problems is that myself, I'm, I'm located here in Sweden, even though I yeah, post-COVID traveled quite frequently over to the UK, which is our main headquarter for the business. Uh, finding the right individuals can sometimes be a, a very troublesome and uh, very time-consuming task. Uh, out of my experience, like uh, we have done endless of different interviews trying to find like the right individuals for our organization. And sometimes it just doesn't sort of like work out in the end. Uh, perhaps they look very, very good on paper, but uh, it might be a problem once, let's say, the selling starts. Uh, what, what we have found out to help, and this is actually also a little bit thanks to COVID as well, and that is that we have also realized that not all our employees need to be centralized in our main headquarter office. We're quite fine essentially taking on remote workers who can essentially be sitting from their own living room as both yourself and myself are doing Mm -hmm. at the moment as well. Uh, And that has essentially helped us to um, find good people for organization and also helped us grow a a lot during the past year. No, that, and I hear that over and over and over again, you know, the, the good old, you know, be slow to hire, quick to fire, but I, I think it is, um, a challenge for all business builders to find the right the right people that embrace the vision and and yes when certainly when it comes to technology the right developers coders and the people that you need can be located anywhere um, so thanks for sharing that tip where do you see the future of Shefty Pro going we'd like to talk to our guests about if we came back and talked to you. Um, you know, in another two, three, five years down the road, what's the vision for the organization? 
Yeah, so our vision is to basically completely automate the entire identity verification process. Uh, like one of the advantages which we already have in the space is that we can perform verifications partly either by complete automation at the moment for some of our clients, but also using a hybrid version because some documents are a bit too complex, like let's say old paper-based IDs or laminated IDs for an automated system at the moment. So we still have clients that are using our hybrid approach, which basically involves some human intelligence as well. But we definitely believe that we will have the, we will only be focusing on the automation part to essentially bring down like verification times in, in less than one second, basically. So you're simply just showing your face, you're showing your ID document, and then boom, you're already verified. Uh, in addition, we will also continue to add more and more compliance-related services to basically offer the, the one-stop shop for our clients because it is a very painful process being a business and you need to have, let's say, four different integrations with different providers just to sort of like meet the, the standard regulatory requirements. So we've already done a very good job of that already, but we will continue to add more and more solutions as well. So, Victor, how many continents do you operate on right now with clientele? Uh, with clientele, uh, I would say we have clients from more than 150 different countries so far. So pretty much the world. When you say global, you are not uh, fibbing there. Yeah, to be honest, like we've already verified end users from every country around the world multiple different times as well. So, Victor, before we close, I want to pop in a quick personal question, um, because I, I am aware you're a father. And um, as we chatted before we got on this interview, um, you know, an, an assertive and aggressive um, and energetic business builder like yourself uh, and a lot of the guests I speak to, um, you know, they, they talk about the balance of their, their family life and their personal life and the ambitions and the drive they have to build their business. Um, so I want to ask you, what brings you joy outside of outside of work, outside of the the building Shefty Pro and your other endeavors? Yeah, outside of work, yeah, I would definitely say family time is is one of the key elements. Um, I've also done training ever since of a young age, which basically helped me since. I sit in front of the computer for yeah, roughly 14 or 15 hours on a daily basis. So I need some kind of like physical training as well for myself. So that's also something which definitely brings me joy. And uh, I can definitely feel it afterwards after the training session that uh, yeah, my mind also feels better as well from doing something different than just staring into a computer screen. Oh, absolutely. I completely hear you there. Um, I, absolutely. Hey, Victor, it's been an absolute joy to speak with you today and and um, and talk about, like I said, this very important topic of identity, identity verification and all the great things that you do in the world. If our guests want to find out more, um, where should they go? Uh, yeah, first of all, so thank you very much for having us. Uh, if uh, anyone would like to learn more about Shafti Pro, like, you can always check out our website, which is www.shaftipro.com. Uh, you can also look us up on LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever social media channel you're using as well and reach out to our team, which is available 24-7 as well. And we will have to give you some more information. Well, thank you so much. And to our listeners, if Victor shared something that you think somebody else needs to hear, or if you are in this space and would like to grow your network, reach out to Victor, um, share this podcast episode, and make sure you join us next time. And again, Thank you. Thank you for being part of our listening audience. Victor, you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you very much for the song. You too. Bye-bye.
This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.